You're listening to a Soulfire Productions podcast. Welcome to Wellness Realness, where we get very real about all things health and wellness, physical, mental, financial, and spiritual. I'm your host, Christina Rice, a nutritional therapy practitioner and energy healer turned holistic business coach for ambitious entrepreneurs. And I'm here to help you up-level every aspect of your life. Remember my disclaimer, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice and not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You can find an endless amount of content from me and join my online membership at christinaricewellness.com. And if you want exclusive behind-the-scenes content and my most unfiltered self, DM a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review to Wellness Realness Crew on Instagram and request to follow my super secret account. You can also join the Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe Facebook group to hang out with other listeners in the crew. Get ready for some wellness realness. So I'm recording this right after coming back from my week-long, quote, vacation staycation where I was off social media and took some time off work. I didn't go anywhere. I stayed home, but it was still a vacation for me. I just wanted some rest and I mentioned that a lot happened. And when I say a lot happened, it wasn't like I went to all these places and did all these things. But for me, a lot happened spiritually. And it became very clear to me, and it has been becoming very clear to me over time, that it's really important I share more and more about this because I know a lot of you are opening up or interested in this side of things, manifestation, getting signs from the universe, tapping into your intuition more. And so I really just wanted to record an episode about my spiritual journey. And, you know, this is ever evolving. I think it it always is for everyone. But it's interesting because spirituality is such a big part of my life and such a big part of my personality. And all of my close friends know that. And anyone who's worked with me or talked to me individually, I think if you've been in a more like closer setting with me, it's it's pretty clear. But I haven't talked about it as much on the podcast as I probably should considering how important this is in my life. And I recorded a really awesome podcast with my friend Sydney. Her podcast is called Sessions with Sid. And I was a guest on the podcast and she was asking me about my spiritual journey. We're talking about a lot of this kind of stuff. And I had so much fun and I realized like I don't really talk about this as much on my show. And it's not on purpose. I I don't really know, but I I have been realizing like that because I haven't been talking about it as much, I feel disconnected sometimes, and so it's time to remedy that. And I just wanted to share more about this with a lot of you because of all of the energy shifts that are happening right now, and I get questions about this all the time, intuition and spirituality, and it has become very clear to me that this needs to be a bigger part of my content and work. So we are going to be shifting things around here. And I really want to open up this conversation, especially because I know a lot of people right now are waking up, so to speak, and might need some help navigating it, don't really know what to do or how to interpret things. They don't even know how to approach this this side of themselves. So I want to just start the conversation by sharing my spiritual journey in this podcast. And this is also why I've decided in Uplevel to add in some more content related to different, you know, downloads I get and intuitive hits and a lot of things that I don't necessarily talk about publicly because they might get censored. And I mean, that's a whole 
other ordeal, but censorship happens and it has happened to me. And I think it's important just to mention because I try to be as open as I can. And I mean, you know, I'm an open book and anyone who, anyone can ask me anything. I'm a total open book, but there are certain things that I do keep to myself um, sometimes just because it involves people in my life. And if they didn't decide to put their lives on the internet, then I'm not going to do that for them. Right. So I have to keep things related to myself or anyone else who is totally fine with me talking about um, them publicly. But also in terms of censorship, um, what I'm going to say is it's happening. It, it happens all the time. It's happened to me. And I try and say as much as I can without getting totally shut down. But I know you're smart and can't read between the lines. But I think we're at a point right now where a lot of people are looking for some deeper conversations. And I want to help facilitate those via my podcast, my blog, my Instagram, all my platforms, um, and also even more deeply in the up-level membership where everybody feels like it is a totally safe space. So that's what I'm going to say about that. Now, let me tell you that this episode's going to get a little a little woo-woo. Um, it's so funny because to me, all this stuff seems so normal, but I remember that it's new to some people, but my approach is always unfiltered. So here we go. We all know how picky I am when it comes to what I consume, what I put in my body. And that's why Ned Full Spectrum Hemp Oil is the only form of CBD I consume. And people ask me all the time if I recommend CBD and if so, what's my favorite and always, always Ned. Ned isn't just CBD. It is a full spectrum hemp oil. And what this means is that it contains not only the CBD but also all of the other active cannabinoids in addition to the cannabidiol. So that includes compounds like CBG, CBC, CBDA, CBGA, and those lovely smelling hemp terpenes. And this is where a lot of other companies miss the mark because it's really the entourage effect of the full range of phytocannabinoids that gives hemp its true healing powers. So if you've tried CBD before and didn't really notice any benefits and or just didn't feel like it was that strong, definitely try out NED because it is real deal and you will feel the benefits. NED's full spectrum hemp oil is amazing to help relieve any anxiety, depression, PTSD. It's an amazing anti-inflammatory and just great to have as a natural pain reliever. It's a rich source of antioxidants and really, really helps with sleep. So if you struggle with insomnia, winding down in the evening, CBD can be incredible. And I struggled with inflammation for a long time, and I definitely notice a difference if I'm not taking my NED full-spectrum hemp oil every day. It helps a lot with any joint pain, any inflammation from my autoimmune diseases. So I cannot recommend this enough, and it has helped so many of my friends and clients with their sleep, their anxiety, their inflammation, and any chronic pain. The only ingredients are the CBD and the full range of phytocannabinoids, as well as non-GMO MCT oil. So there are no flavors or fillers like a lot of other companies out there. And Ned only extracts from the hemp flowers, otherwise known as the buds, not the stalks and seeds of the plant like other companies. And they only use a very gentle and slow ethanol-based extraction method, which is done at room temperature. So no high heat, no high pressure, which can compromise the cannabinoid content. If you didn't know, most CBD products out there on the market don't even contain any CBD at all. And if they do, it's definitely not the amount they claim on the label. There have been studies on this, so quality is everything. 
And Ned has a full range of products that are incredible, especially their natural cycle collection. If you are a woman who is looking to regulate her period, whether that be regulating just your hormones in general, making your periods easier, or getting your cycle back, I can't recommend Ned's natural cycle collection enough. I had lost my period for four years, and when I got it back, this helped me regulate it pretty much instantly. So if you want to get your hands on some real full-spectrum hemp oil, then you need Ned. Just go to helloned.com and you can find all their products, their full spectrum hemp oil, their natural cycle collection, their hemp infused body butter, and their hemp infused lip balms. And at checkout, just go ahead and use my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. They also have a limited release immunity blend that I highly recommend during these times to just naturally support your immunity. So that's something else you can check out as well. Again, you can find all the products at helloned.com and use that code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. And when you get your order in the mail, make sure you take a picture, post it to your stories and tag me so we can see what you got. Let me start at the beginning, actually. I consider myself to be a very spiritual person, but not a religious person. And I grew up as a Catholic. I went to Catholic school from kindergarten to eighth grade and then public high school. And growing up, I had a very, I want to say confused, conflicted relationship with God where I really wanted to believe and I really wanted to be fully immersed in this Catholic thing. And I would read the Bible over and over again all the time. And I loved all the stories and I would watch you know, movies related to the stories in the Bible. And I went to Christian camps and I tried exploring, you know, different versions of Christianity and different versions of Catholicism. I mean, going through school, it was really interesting to me how different religion teachers, because we took religion every year, would explain things in very different ways. And for a long time, a lot of it just didn't resonate with me, even though I really tried, I really tried for it to resonate with me. And my grandma was very religious and we were very close. She has passed, but I loved her version of Catholicism, so to speak. And we would, we would pray the rosary together and she would talk about God and I loved the way she framed it. And then I would go to school and see how, and again, this is just my experience. Um, the priests acted and the nuns were and just people in the, the Catholic school system. And it, it just really affected my whole perception of the whole religion, which I mean, this is true of like anything in life, right? When you meet someone or people who represent a belief system and that's what you know, that's what you think of the whole system. But I just really you know, didn't like the way some people acted. It felt very immoral for what they were preaching. I didn't feel safe. I felt judged. I felt like everything I did was wrong. And I like was such a goody two shoes. I tried to be the perfect child all the time. And I was just, I, I felt like I was living in a fear state. I also couldn't understand all of these rules, like that God wouldn't love me if I didn't go to church every Sunday. It didn't make sense to me. And as I was growing up and, you know, approaching high school, I kind of was just really bitter about all things religion. And I wanted to just be done with it when I got to high school. And it was interesting for me in high school because I had a lot of friends who, because in high school, I went to public school. And so a lot of my friends went in high school, went to public middle school and elementary school. And they had had such a different relationship with religion and just seeing how 
what their relationship was like and how they talked about it. I remember thinking like, I wish I grew up with that experience because I'd probably be a lot more interested in continuing to go to church and implementing all these practices in my life. But I was just bitter about it and wanted to write it off and I, I just didn't connect with it anymore. And I had you know, other things on my mind. I'm 15. What do you, what do you know? And my relationship with the word God has definitely changed over the years. And I think for a while, I, I just really didn't like it um, for a couple of years. And then I started to just feel very neutral about it because how I always felt was that I believed in God or something like God, but it wasn't the God that I had been taught about in school. And I didn't know how to define it or how to describe it. So I just kind of left it there. So that was kind of my relationship with with the church growing up. I had a lot of Catholic guilt and just wanted to get out of there. But I want to rewind again and go through some spiritual experiences I had when I was a child that I didn't realize at the time were spiritual, so to speak. So, I mean, growing up, I always just felt very much like an outsider. And like I was thinking things and seeing things and feeling things that other people didn't. And I felt like I was trapped in my body. I think this contributed to a lot of my anxiety and also just feeling a little dismissed and not heard and like I was crazy. And I think a lot of the things I would try and explain to my parents or ask them about, they just didn't know what to do with. So they just kind of would be like, eh, you know, that's in your head. That doesn't make sense. Whatever. I just, like most people, right? We are, we are very intuitive as children. Everyone is intuitive. And what, what often happens is if that's not nurtured is, you know, we go from being very intuitive as children to, you know, becoming teenagers and adults. And that sort of gets turned off and we sort of just tap out of that intuition. And then when you're an adult and you want to tap back into it, it's this, this relearning process. It's, it's inner child work. It's reparenting. It's trying to lean into your right brain as an adult, which we have been so conditioned not to do. But as I started having more spiritual experiences as an adult and started learning more about this, I started remembering things from childhood that I had really just blocked out. Um, a few of which were, you know, just spending a lot of time in my bedroom when everybody would go to sleep. I would crawl out of my bed or even out of my crib when I was little. Um, I remember it was, it was an adventure crawling out of my crib. I, and I remember doing that and then sitting on my floor and just like sitting in front of my closet and I had all of these like my all my spirit guides in front of me and I was talking to them and they were talking to me and at the time I was like oh is this what imaginary friends are like but they they, um, and I remember I remember really contemplating this like I'm like if I have an imaginary friend why isn't it someone that's more fun it's like these people with like like (laughs) like these tall people with like white hair and beards and they have like beams of light and I was like I thought my imaginary friend was going to be like you know, some, some girl with pigtails who I could, you know, hold hands with and eat meals with. And that wasn't the kind of person I was, I was talking to, um, <laughs> in my bedroom, sitting on the floor at night. And I just remember the, feeling the energy in that room and those conversations. And I felt like I had this secret and I felt like I couldn't tell anyone about it. I also was super into crystals and like rocks. And my, my uncle who I was really close with at the time would take me to get the different crystals and rocks and uh, I would collect them and put them on my bedstand and I would arrange them in different ways. And I 
I had like certain patterns I would arrange them in to call in my friends at night. So it was like this thing I did in the middle of the night. And the other thing that often happened to me was experiencing time and space, stopping, shifting, changing. Space and time is this three-dimensional construct we have, but really space and time and higher dimensions do not do not exist. And this it would happen to me a lot growing up and really scare me where I would all of a sudden feel like the rest of the world got really slow. It was like everything around me was moving in slow motion and I felt like I was moving really fast and I couldn't tell if they were slowing down or if I was speeding up. And I also would see the room, like the things around me would grow in space, if this makes sense. So it's like, imagine, I mean, I'd be sitting, I'd be sitting next to my bed and I would look and suddenly my bed, instead of being one foot away from me, looked like it was like 20 feet away and then a hundred feet away. And it was like, just the things around me would start to expand this, when this would happen, when I was like not in my room alone, it was even more frightening. I didn't know what to do, but what I would do when I was by myself, like, is I was so afraid. I didn't know what was happening. And I would just like sit down. I would just sit down and like close my eyes and start crying and be like, it's, I don't know when it's going to end because <laughs> I didn't know what to do, where to go. I was afraid it wasn't going to go away. Was I stuck that way? Was I stuck in fast motion while everybody else was in slow motion? But this would happen to me all the time. And then, I mean, it kind of, it kind of stopped and then would just happen intermittently, you know, throughout my teenage years and adulthood. And now it happens more because I, I understand it more, but it would also happen when I was like going to go to sleep. If I lay down and close my eyes and suddenly I would literally feel everything around me just expand and things stop. It's difficult for me to articulate, honestly. Another thing that was always very, very profound for me were my dreams. And this is pretty common for people, whether or not they realize it, but I have always been someone who can remember my dreams. Like it was like every day I would wake up and have this huge elaborate story and I would write them down. And it became a thing at school with some of my friends where every day at lunch, they'd be like, okay, what did you dream last night? And we would, I would tell them about it and didn't make sense. We thought it didn't make sense. And then we try and analyze it. And then in high school, this is why I got really into psychology. I was super into learning about all the dreams and I became obsessed with dream analysis. And then with some of my friends, like I would like offer this dream analysis service. I didn't even know what I was doing, but there you go. But they always felt like, I mean, I didn't even, I didn't know that they were messages. It wasn't until, you know, the last couple of years as I've become more and more spiritual that you know, they tell me, no, we have always been communicating with you through your dreams. And I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Why my dreams always seem so wild and so vivid. And I remember them. And, you know, for so long, I was looking for these literal meanings or just, I wanted it so clear to me, you know, you have to mature a bit <laughs> to, to figure out what things actually mean and really shift your brain, you know, change the way you think to start to understand the deeper meanings and also really accept them. Because for a while, I mean, I, I didn't like it. It would it would be like a traumatizing sleeping experience because my dreams were so intense that I would wake up exhausted every every day and often wake up in the middle of the night. There was a lot going on. And sleeping in general was really hard for me, like especially when I was really young. I mean, my poor parents, they just didn't know what to do because I would just cry every night because I was seeing all kinds of things in my room and I didn't know what they were. But I mean, as a kid, seeing spirits is 
freaking scary, especially when, when you're so open, you're such an empath, you don't know how to control it and you're young. I mean, now because I remember what was happening, I'm like, oh my gosh. But at the time it was really frightening for me. So I, I mean, I had a really hard time. Like I would get in bed and I hate, I mean, I, I wanted to sleep with the lights on every single night. I would hear things, I would see things and no one, nothing bad happened to me. Actually, after a while, because I had to get used to it, I I relaxed a little bit and I had some really, really great visits from people that made me feel so loved and safe. And I would try and tell my parents about it and, you know, they didn't really understand. And <laughs> then I would just tell myself I imagined it. It wasn't real. So at some point, I kind of just didn't want to see things anymore. But what never left me were the dreams and the feelings, like being an empath, being a highly sensitive person, and just picking up on people's energy. I obviously had no sense of energetic protection and I was just taking on everyone's energy and feeling and seeing energy. The seeing part of it sometimes would fade out and it's gotten a lot stronger in the last couple of years, again, because I understand more, but it would come here and there where in rooms I'll see like energy fields, I guess, and they kind of look rainbow and I'm seeing different lines and I see a lot of particles. Again, it's a little bit difficult to describe, but that would kind of come in and out as I was growing up. Now, I also want to connect the fact that, I mean, I think everyone who knows me knows I'm obsessed with Harry Potter. I've always been super into all things fantasy, obviously Harry Potter, like I said, all things Disney, Chronicles of Narnia, Lord of the Rings, Aragon, you know, all that kind of stuff growing up, I loved. I loved all things fantasy. And I always felt safer there and more comforted there and just like at home. (laughs) And it wasn't until, you know, relatively recently that I really made the connection where, I mean, honestly, my, my spirit guides told me, they said, of course you love all that stuff. Don't you realize that you love it because it feels closer to your reality than more earthly things? And I thought, Okay, that makes total sense. There we go. So all of that was going on and I really didn't think, you know, too much about it. I just thought I was really sensitive and had really bad anxiety and felt a lot. I think deep down I knew, you know, something was different, but I just didn't really know what to do with it. So I'm going through my life, doing my thing, and I'm going to pick up toward the end of college when I was working for Jordan from The Balanced Blonde and working for Jordan really kind of opened me back up to the idea of spirituality again. Living in Los Angeles and just like being in in the health and wellness scene and alternative health space, you just naturally are far more exposed to it than other people. And so, I mean, I've been very open-minded. My whole health journey made me up made me very open-minded. I I wasn't open-minded before that. Um, But when I got really sick, that made me a little more open-minded, especially, you know, when I was really, really sick when I was about 20 and had to drop out of school for a bit and started meditating every day. And I didn't even know it was happening, but it was a very spiritual experience. And I was understanding myself in in whole other layers and also working with an incredible acupuncturist and just all these things started opening me back up. And, you know, I was just getting more exposure to a different way of thinking and what spirituality meant and seeing spirituality as something different than religion, because for a long time, I, I sort of just thought they were the same and pushed away anything in that realm. But, you know, spending so much time with Jordan and working for her and meeting so many incredible people in the spiritual space really opened me back up 
to this idea and I, I became a lot more interested in it, even though for a long time I thought everyone who was really spiritual, I'm like, oh, they're so woo-woo, that's weird. Like, okay, you can think what you want, but it just felt very like not tangible to me. And I, I really prided myself on being so left-brained and logical and that's how I made all my decisions and made choices on facts and data and that's how I thought for so long. But I was just always someone who was like, yeah, I, t- I mean, I totally respect and I'm very interested in other people's points of views, but I still just kind of had it pushed away at an arm's length distance so that I could still see it and understand it. I thought it was cool, but it still felt too weird like for me to get more into. But then as I'm working with Jordan, I'm starting to like see things she's doing. And especially like when I was at some of her readings and like with different psychics and different energy healers and seeing what was happening. And I mean, this is the thing about like raising your vibration and raising your frequency. You have to be around someone at a higher frequency than you to do that. So for me to raise my vibration and raise my frequency, like being around Jordan, who's super tapped in and intuitive really helped me raise my vibration and start to open up again. And I really felt like I was coming home. I really felt like I was understood a lot more and I could understand a lot more about myself. I didn't know what it was. Like I couldn't explain things, but I did know that it felt good. And that as I was seeing things happen, I couldn't deny it. And there's a voice in the back of my head feeling like, okay, I think all of these other things I've been thinking and feeling and seeing from when I was younger. And sometimes, you know, in the last however many years, maybe it's, it's because there's this side of me that I haven't looked into, but I never fully embraced it or went after it for myself. It was more of just like I was involved in what Jordan was doing and, you know, listening to these different podcasts and going to different events and being really exposed to it and thought it was so cool, but like not really do anything for myself because I didn't really even know what to do for myself. But just being in that vibration and having that exposure was so important for me to start being more open and more curious. And I think it was just really an important time period for me to be exposed to different ways of thinking and all of the stuff that I used to think was really woo-woo and out there suddenly made so much sense to me. And then kind of learning more about the science behind it, I was a lot more open and just seeing some of the incredible transformations and just seeing the psychic experiences that other people were happening that I could not deny was really important for me just to be more open and to be more interested. And fast forward, other things were happening in my life and I had gotten better with my physical, with my health, and then things got really bad again. And I was at this point where I had tried everything, seen so many people, and I just didn't really know what else to turn to. And I know a lot of you know my old functional medicine doctor, Dr. Lakos. We're still great friends. He helped me so much. I mean, when I was like in the thick of things, he was the functional medicine doctor that really got me out of, got me out of the the real rough shit. And I was still very connected with him and he was looking for someone to help him with his practice. And I introduced him to one of my best friends and she started working for him. And just through her and him, I was, you know, still in the loop about what he was incorporating into his practice and just everything going on there. And Dr. Lakos has a wide variety of clients. He's really great at what he does. And he serves a lot of complicated cases as well as very high profile patients, I will say. 
and I met Dr. Lakos through through Jordan. And I mean, there's quite there's been quite a few people on the show who have also worked with him, like Kelly Tennant, you guys know. So yeah, everyone's interconnected. Anywho, my friend Betsy had been telling me that Dr. Lakos was really starting to incorporate a lot more energy work into his practice and referring out to a lot of different energy healers. And because he was getting more interested in this, she was more interested in it and she was seeing different healers and so was he. And if you if you listen back to my podcast with him a while a while back, he talks about how he started incorporating this more into his practice and some really profound experiences he had that made him want to look more into the energy healing side of things. And now he's like, super into the energy healing side of things, like kind of like the main thing he does in his practice. But at the time when she was telling me about this, it just, it made me a lot more interested in it and feeling like, oh, maybe I should, I should actually try this for myself because, you know, I was still so stuck in my left brained way of thinking, the logic, the facts, the data, the science, blah, blah, blah. And Dr. Lakos, you know, he is an MD. He works in the ER half the time. And for him to be really into this energetic stuff, I thought, okay, well, this has to be like very scientifically valid slash legit if he buys into it. And I still was dealing with, I mean, rooted in this is like low confidence issues, like just being afraid to explore things that I couldn't necessarily wrap my brain around at the time. So that's a whole other thing. But I decided to just start seeing some of these healers that Lakos was referring out to and that Betsy recommended. So I did. And I've shared about some of these experiences, including the first psychic I ever saw. She um, is a popular psychic in Los Angeles. Well, I say popular. I mean, she's kind of under the radar, but she's high in demand. And like you have to book an appointment months in advance and she denies a lot of people and it's very expensive. And it was my first like real psychic experience for myself. But I was like, look, I want to go to the best. And it was like, it was very exciting for me. And really one of the most incredible experiences I've ever had. And to this day, I mean, it was 90 minutes and I asked her all kinds of things and she would just tell me, she would just tell me everything. It was kind of split up into three different sections. And first was related to my career and then related to my relationships and in terms of friends and romantic relationships, family, and then my health was kind of the third part. And I just sat there like soaking it up like a sponge. And every single thing she said came true. Like, and it was very detailed. I mean, down to like when we stopped doing straight up paleo and how that ended and like to the week of when that was happening, there were all kinds of just very intricate details that she told me about. And I mean, I guess some stuff is is yet to come. Some things related to my job. But I remember one thing she was like, you're going to throw a lot of retreats. And I was like, no, I'm not. I hate retreats. And then, <laughs> yeah, I did. But the only thing that was incorrect was in relation to my current boyfriend who she predicted. And I know she was talking about him because of all the other details, but she got the timing wrong. But I mean, timing. I mean, psychic stuff, like predicting the future is a whole other topic I could do a whole podcast on. Uh, but I mean, the timing doesn't really necessarily matter. But it was she was just so on point and really, it really kind of opened my eyes because there were things she said that there were, there was just no way, like it was not general at all. And especially with things related to my health, because she would say things that 
that she didn't even understand. She's like, this is what they're telling me. What does that mean to you? And I mean, she was the one who helped me figure out that I had heavy metals, toxicity, and mold illness because she like told me that. And she's like, I don't even know what this means. And she also said hydrogen sulfide SIBO, which at the time was something that like, you know, not many people were talking about. There wasn't that much information on. And she was like, what does that even mean? She, she didn't know. She was like, how is that even spelled? Cause she's hearing it. So that was just like a wild experience for me and gave me a lot of leads. And then that kind of just opened up my eyes and it opened up my interest into all of this. It was also in that, that session that she told me, well, she was like, you know, you're very psychic. She said, you have so, so many psychic abilities, like you're meant to be a medium and this is the type of work you should really be doing. And I was like, "Mm." and I kind of was like, yeah, I I feel that. She's like, I know you're really sensitive. Like, she's like, I, I know you can feel it. And I just started crying and I didn't even know why I was crying, but I felt it. And she was like, you're going to know when it's time, but you have really strong intuitive abilities. And this is something that when you're ready, come back to me and we should talk about it. And that was something that I just kind of sat with and I was like, okay, I'm open to it and I want to explore more. I recently watched a documentary that I am obsessed with. It is called Fantastic Fungi. If you haven't already seen it, I highly, highly recommend it, but it just reaffirmed my love for functional mushrooms, which I have been consuming now for years, thanks to Four Sigmatic. And if you haven't already tried Four Sigmatic products, then you definitely need to try these out. I have multiple Four Sigmatic elixirs every single day. And if you haven't already listened to episode 237 with Danielle Ryan Breida, we dive into all things functional mushrooms so you can figure out exactly which ones are best for you. But the reason why I love Four Sigmatic specifically so much is because, first of all, they make the functional mushrooms so delicious and they make them so easy to consume. You just mix up a packet with some hot water or if you want to be real fancy, mix it up with some nut milk, some coconut milk, some almond milk. You can also add them in to smoothies or even top your food with the packets. But I always bring a bunch of these with me whenever I travel because all I need is some hot water and I have a delicious drink. I also love Four Sigmatic because they take quality very seriously and they test all of their products for pesticides, heavy metals, irradiation, mycotoxins, and other factors. And all of their products are made with wildcrafted or log-grown and certified organic mushrooms. It feels impossible for me to say which are my favorite elixirs because I love them all and I drink so many every day, which by the way is key because you'll notice the benefits when you consume them regularly. But to give you an idea, usually in the morning, I have either the cordyceps or the chaga or the lion's mane. Depending on my mood, the cordyceps is amazing for natural energy. It's probably my favorite, especially great for before or after a workout. And then the lion's mane is amazing for memory, focus, concentration. So if I have a really big workday ahead of me, I go for the lion's mane. And then the chaga is king for supporting the immune system. So if I feel like my immune system needs some extra support, which nowadays that's pretty much every day, I go for the chaga. On days when I want some more caffeine, I will drink their mushroom coffee, which I love because it only has 50 milligrams of caffeine per serving. So I don't get any jitters or I have their matcha latte mix, which is so delicious. And then in the evening, I like to wrap things up with the reishi mushroom elixir, 
or their mushroom hot cacao mix with reishi. And reishi is amazing for relieving stress, winding down, and supporting your sleep. So if you want in on all the health benefits of functional mushrooms and you want a delicious way to do it, then definitely check out Four Sigmatic. You can go to foursigmatic.com slash CRW and use my discount code CRW for 15% off. Again, that's foursigmatic.com, F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash CRW and use that discount code CRW to get 15% off. And don't forget the next time you drink your Four Sigmatic elixir, take a picture, post it to your stories and tag me so I can see what you're sipping on. So from there, I think also just kind of some of the energy work that happened there just started to open me up. And it's the kind of thing where you're not going to be able to get messages if you're not even open or looking for them, right? If this stuff isn't even on people's radar, I mean, there are some people who, yeah, it just hits them over the side of their head like a ton of bricks. But if this is something you're working to develop, it's something that has to kind of just be in your ecosystem, like on your radar for you to start to open up. And I think from there, and I've told this story where I had a dream um, where I was visited by a spirit guide who told me that I needed to do Reiki. And I was like, okay. So I bought um, a Reiki book and I signed up for like this online course just to like learn more about it. And then Betsy, doctor who works for Dr. Lycos, like referred me to... um. Well, she told me that she did feng shui in the house and that would help me. And she was also a massage therapist. And I was like, okay, sounds cool. I'll have a massage. She comes to my house. And so her name was Firestar. And Firestar shows up at my place and is like, oh, do you do Reiki? Because she saw my Reiki book. And I was like, no, but I, I want to. Like, I'm going to. I got a dream about it. And she was like, oh, well, I'm a Reiki master. And I just in that moment knew. I was like, and I said, I was like, oh, I think you're supposed to be my Reiki master. And she was like, Oh, she's like, well, I haven't, I haven't attuned someone in a long time, <laughs> like, but no, yeah, we should. And so that just kind of like sparked my whole spiritual mentorship with Firestar. And that attunement process was one of the more profound experiences I've had. Like, I'll never forget what it felt like um, getting attuned and just like my physical body and feeling the energy around me and what I was seeing and what she was seeing. And then afterward, well, it was really interesting. She told me that she was being attacked psychically the whole week before she fully attuned me. And I was like, oh, okay, so should we not do this? Like, I don't want to do it if, if they don't, if they don't want this. And she said, no, it means that it's really important to attune you because they wouldn't be attacking me if you weren't a really powerful healer. And if you weren't full of a lot of light and, and this is when she started explaining to me, you know, the difference between the light, the light workers and people who don't work in the light, who work more in the dark. And it's kind of the um, the struggles between the two. And she told me that, you know, she had never been attacked like that before, but that she knew it was really important to attune me because they wouldn't, the dark forces wouldn't be attacking her if I didn't have a lot of light. And so I was like, okay, this feels like a lot to live up to, but let's make it happen. So she attuned me and after that, I definitely opened up a lot more. I became a lot more sensitive, a lot more was coming through. And especially that night, that night in the week after I was seeing just people behind me. And I would, I remember, I remember like brushing my teeth and I had this huge mirror in the bathroom in my apartment in Santa Monica when I lived there. And I would, I just, I didn't even want to look up. I was looking down because I knew if I looked 
up in the mirror to look at myself when I was brushing my teeth. Like I was going to see all of them behind me. And I just felt like all of these people and it was like that for about a week or so. I mean, they started leaving and I was kind of talking to some of them and some, I felt a lot of like sadness happening and there's just a lot going on and also a lot going on energetically, which is part of the reason why I left Los Angeles and part of the reason why a lot of people left Los Angeles. And when I moved out, I remember talking to my um, Chinese medicine doctor and she was like, yeah, you are literally the eighth person this week who's telling me they're leaving LA. You know, there's a lot of dark here now and it used to be a lot of light and a lot of people are leaving because of it. And I mean, I could feel it the energetics, it was changing. And I, I wanted to be in San Diego and she was telling me, you know, she's like, San Diego is a really great place to be because a lot of light workers are moving down there. It's just not the same in Los Angeles anymore where this, you know, we think of this as one of the centers of health and wellness and it is in many ways, but energy is shifting and a lot of people could feel it. And that's why a lot of people were moving out, but I'm getting off on a tangent. That was, that was a little bit about what happened after my attunement process. And, um, I felt physical detox. I was extremely tired. And then also just a lot of energetic psychic stuff coming up and not having full protection and, um, you know, being visited by my light council and just a lot of different people at once. It was a lot energetically. So it took me some time to kind of detox from that. Um, but yeah, that wasn't, that was a really profound experience for me. When it comes to Reiki, like, you can become certified through like weekend workshops. Um, there are different options, but I'm really glad I had the experience I had because it wasn't really, I mean, it was, I learned about Reiki, but I learned about a lot more. I learned about just kind of, I mean, a lot of different types of energy healing. And also she helped me a lot open up, open up psychically and intuitively. Um, and I didn't really realize until after I went through that whole process, you know, I studied with her for months and it wasn't until after that that I started to understand, oh, I didn't just learn Reiki. I learned a lot more. And it was also during that time that the Akashic Records kept coming into my awareness. Like I was at Erewhon one night with a friend and this woman literally randomly came up to us and she was like, oh my gosh, have you, have you read your Akashic Records? And I was like, what is that? And she sits there. I don't even, I have no idea who she is. And she starts telling us about it. And she's like, I'm going to send me your email. I'm going to email you the, the information around it. I'm like, what the fuck? And she emailed us and I didn't even know what it was, but that was the first time it came into my awareness. And then it kept coming up into my awareness. So that's like happening in the background. Meanwhile, I'm starting to see Reiki clients and realizing that, yes, I was sending the energy healing. And I mean, Firestar was very proud of my Reiki because it was so strong. And and some of like my friends who are seeing other Reiki healers started coming to me because it was stronger. And the thing is that I was doing a lot more intuitive work. And I thought that that was just part of Reiki, but it's not necessarily. Um, but in session, and this is when I started exploring, you know, distance work versus in person and realizing that, I, I mean, I was just getting a ton of messages. I would just, you know, I'd go in session and be sending the energy and I would just, I would talk to people's guides and I would see symbols and um, sometimes hear things, sometimes see words. At the beginning, I saw a lot of names. I, I would and I would say like, "Who do you know with this name?" And it was just in, and I would see a lot of people's like childhood memories. I'd be like, "Did you have a doll that looked like this?" And they'd be like, "Yeah." And I just started very quickly realizing that, you know, more more was going on. 
This is also around the time when I became very obsessed with my pendulum and my tarot cards. Specifically with the pendulum, like, you know, there are a lot of different tools that help us tap into our intuition. And it's really about what resonates most with you. And the pendulum is something that I resonate very strongly with and works very well for me. And I don't know what it is. Like, and I have a lot of friends who have tried pendulums and it's just like, I think just for certain people, it responds better than others. And I'm someone who the pendulum works very well for me. It's very responsive. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, sometimes it's weird to me. Like I pick it up and it's just like, it's going all over the place. Um, And it's always right. And this is why (laughs) I, I know you guys probably see me post about it. Like people just want me to ask my pendulum questions for them. And then I started playing with it in terms of like health information. And like before I would get labs back, um, ask, and it always lined up with what the lab said. And, and then I started using it for myself with healing protocols and figuring out, you know, which supplements to take and like foods, like I was using it a lot for foods that I was intolerant to because I started becoming intolerant to a lot of foods and it was helping me a lot figure some things out. And then I was just using it with other areas of my life and, you know, guidance with career and moving and it's just a really helpful way to start to tap into your intuition if it if it calls for you. But the pendulum is something I work with a lot. I mean, pendulum answers yes or no questions and I feel extremely connected to it. And it's kind of wild. Like I always, <laughs> whenever people are new to it and they see me using it and then they try and use it and it doesn't go, I I always say it's kind of like in Harry Potter when they're like, the wand chooses the wizard, you know? And it's like in Harry Potter how the wizard's wand works especially well for them, but for other people it might work, but it's not really going to be as strong. And sometimes I feel like it's like that with the pendulum. Like the one I use, I feel very, very connected with, and it doesn't seem to work for anyone else but me. Um like that specific one. And so I think, you know, there's something to like finding the one that calls to you. And when I saw that pendulum, it was like a spiritual experience. And I I was with my friend Betsy and she saw me. Like I walked in and it was like it was like a laser shot from my eye to this pendulum and I walk across the store and I picked it up and I was like, this thing just called to me. So it was really interesting. And then with the tarot too, and I started becoming really connected with the tarot and I think, you know, the more you use your deck, uh, just the more comfortable you get with it, the more you understand it, it understands you. And it was just always on point. And I mean, I, I would just play with it and I, w- I would use it to, um, and this is a trick I recommend for other people too. Like, you know, sometimes it can be really hard to read for yourself. Um, because you're so close to it emotionally. But with tarot, like I would, you know, I watch reality TV and I would like predict things for people on reality TV and it would always be true. Um, And then using it, you know, a lot of my friends like, and then clients, right? And so then this is when I started seeing clients, not only for Reiki, but just for like intuitive healing sessions. And that was just kind of the start of things opening up. And then when I moved to San Diego and I started seeing clients in my office for Reiki. And because when I do Reiki, it's really a blend of like, it's energy healing and also like psychic intuitive work if that's what they want. But it almost like knocked me, like it it almost scared me. Um, I remember there was a certain client that came to me and I was just holding my hands over over her, right? Sending her the, the healing energy. And I was just getting all of these messages about some really like intense things, um, like different, like things that I was like this, there's no way this, like she has gone through all of this, like what, like, and 
afterward, um, I didn't really know how to handle it because it was my first time with that. And I hadn't really been mentored on that level yet. Um, but it ended up all being true. And that's when I really realized, okay, wow, there's a lot here. And I started, um, not feeling so well physically because I hadn't really mastered energetic protection yet. So that's when I had to learn a lot about energetic protection. And that's also when I started seeing a lot of people's past lives. So it was almost like, you know, I go through phases of I'm seeing one thing more than another. So at the beginning, I was seeing like a lot of like names and childhood memories um, and always symbols and hearing things. But then it moved a lot more into like seeing people's past lives that would come up um, in like, you know, auras, always auras and spirit animals and kind of whatever comes through. And I was going through different phases and it was really fun for me as like my practice started growing. And I, I mean, I loved it because it was like, people would come in for all types of, of reasons for Reiki it was like, figuring out their relationships, figuring out their career. Some of it turned into business advice. Um, some was healing. A lot of it was just like trying to figure out their next move in life. Um, there was a lot of trauma healing. And so it was kind of just everywhere. And overlapped with this is when I started brain rewiring. And the process of brain rewiring really opens you up spiritually. Um, you do so much trauma, trauma healing and shadow work. And really looking at limiting beliefs. And it, it's sort of hard to describe until you go through the process, but it very much opens you up spiritually and really turns on a lot of things related to manifestation. And I just started kind of seeing the connection between the energy, the manifestation, um, things that I used to feel like were woo woo were suddenly becoming like just very solid concrete for me, like quantum physics. And also some of the transformations, I mean, seeing how things could shift with brain rewiring, like, and really feeling like, holy shit, you can kind of create whatever you want with this, rewire your brain for it. And then seeing some of the transformation with Reiki, with the energy healing, in addition to like the psychic intuitive work was really interesting for me. I mean, I had, and it's like, you can't guarantee any type of healing from it, right? I'm just, I'm sending healing energy and it's going to do what, what it wants to do. But I mean, I had a client who literally had chronic back pain for her whole life. And like in one session, it was gone. It was, it was, you know, and it's like seeing things like that, or, um, I had another client, you know, with chronic eczema and after a couple of sessions gone, like, and that was all just very, very interesting to me and starting to see like the, what that could do was really eye opening. Meanwhile, I'm opening up more and more spiritually through the brain rewiring and starting to learn more about like soul journeys and past lives and, um, just kind of like the energetics of how the world works. So things were just opening up in different ways. And then I started um, working with a spiritual mentor to really tap in more and more. He was, he's in San Diego, um, really like low key, like word of mouth that doesn't have a website, like can't find him. It was a referral from someone. She was like, I don't even know if he's still taking students, but he's like, I mean, when you're with him, he's just like not even talking to you. He's talking to all of his spirit guides. And I'm like, okay. So we walk in and that whole mentorship was really, really interesting for me. And he taught me a lot of different processes to, you know, open up different aspects psychically. He also taught me to go into different states of consciousness um, and learning to work with different guides, um, different angels, different saints and just for different purposes. 
I mean, I could go into a whole thing there, but going to different levels of consciousness and, um, and just getting more information and having different guides who helped me with certain things. And this is when I started like in this in combination with brain rewiring is just like so many signs were coming through and my guides were telling me like, you know, when you see this, this is me saying I'm here with you. And this is when I started remembering a lot from my childhood and the guides that I work with today, remembering talking to them when I was young. Whereas before I just felt like I didn't know who I was speaking to, but now I did. When I first started meeting with him, he did an energetic clearing and I remember him, we both saw some things happen at the same time. And when he was over my sacral chakra, both of us saw this white flower and we both looked at each other at the same time. And I was like, did you see that? He was like, yeah, did you see that? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, what was it? Say it at the same time. And we both said a white flower at the same time. And he was just looking at me and he was like, and he said, you know, I, I've only read about that. I've never seen it. And I said, what does it mean? And he goes, well, it can have different meanings. And he literally asked, he's like, well, are you a virgin? Because what it means is like purity. And he's like, and he goes, you know, I've, I've worked with hundreds of students. He just, this is what he does for a living is he opens people up spiritually. And he's like, I've never seen it before, but I've only read about it. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not a virgin. But he's like, well, your soul is pure. And I've never seen that before. And he, I could tell he was a little shook. And then we went through the rest of the session and we were talking and I was seeing things. He was seeing things. And he told me, he was like, you're probably one of the top five most developed students I've ever had, like walk at the door on the first day. He's like, you're, you already have a lot of this developed so we can, so we can do, you know, more things. And I was really excited about that. He also helped me physically. We did like a physical detox. And I mean, he literally pulled like, <laughs> they looked like, I mean, they, I don't want to say demons. They looked like black beings pulled out of my stomach. And literally we both saw them. We both saw them fly to the one side of the room. And the second those came out, I felt like <laughs> it felt like something left my stomach. Like I feel it was so much lighter. It was emptier. It was, it was so, so interesting. So yeah, I mean, I studied with him for months and there were a lot of interesting things that happened. That was the first time when I was working with him that someone who hadn't crossed all the way over to the other side, um, kind of attached themselves to me. And he was, his name was Tommy and he was with me for a while. And at first I thought it was someone I knew because he asked me, cause he said, sometimes people attach to you because they know you or they know someone that you know. And other times they just attach to you because it's almost like, imagine like when you're a light worker and you're doing energy work, meditation, it's almost like, imagine you're setting up a spark of light. And so when they're trying to cross the other side and they don't know where to go, they latch onto the light they see. And he taught me, like, that was kind of a learning lesson of, you know, what to do when that happens and how to help people cross over to the other side. The health and wellness space can be so overwhelming. And that is why I created my uplevel membership to help you cut through the BS and really figure out what actually is going to work for your body. You know, I am all about a truly holistic approach. And that is why I cover a ton of different topics in uplevel, including gut health, regulating your hormones, healthy weight loss, fitness, 
self-confidence, manifestation, and of course, all things nutrition. I even provide some of my most used protocols with clients directly in the membership portal, including my candida diet protocol and my liver detox protocol and my leaky gut protocol. I used to offer these only to clients and now I share them with anyone in our community in the membership. When you join Uplevel, you will have access to never before seen interviews, hours of exclusive video content, hours of online course content, including my foundational course, Wellness Foundations, that covers nutrition, gut health, supplements, fitness, mindset, sleep, stress management, and more, as well as sneak peeks of other courses like the Ditch Your Acne course and my Paleo Women Lifestyle course. And you also get a few different recipe ebooks, two eight-week at-home workout guides, my grocery shopping list, and other downloads. And I think the best part is the community of other high vibe women. We have monthly live Q&A calls with me and the other women in the membership. And that is exactly where you can ask me anything you want. Plus, you can get to know other members in our private forum. There are hundreds of exclusive blog posts in the membership that cover all things health and wellness as well as exclusive recipes and workouts. So you will have plenty of content to entertain yourself with. You have access to a practitioner and hundreds of hours of exclusive content to help you reach your health and wellness goals for less than the price of a matcha and a gluten-free muffin. So if you are ready to up-level your health and wellness and join our community of incredible high vibe women, then just head on over to christinaricewellness.com slash membership to sign up now. You can cancel your membership at any time, but I don't think you'll want to. And you can also get two months for free if you enroll for a year long subscription. So just head on over to christinaricewellness.com slash membership if you want to learn more and sign up and make sure you take a picture and share it on Instagram stories, tag me so I can see what content you are diving into so much stuff happened when we're working together. He just taught me a lot of different processes. He taught me, I mean, I connected with different guides in many different ways and became a lot more in touch with, um, you know, mother earth and my highest self. I was talking to my highest self a lot. And this is around the time, you know, I started seeing her and I was telling some of my friends, I was really confused about some of the things she was telling me, but she has also been telling me certain things that have kind of and all of my guides were telling me things that I needed to do for my health, um, which is why I would make certain changes and also certain career moves. And even with like relationships, it, it was really great to see that all open up and um, I could feel my work getting stronger and just, you know, different abilities getting stronger. And this is when I started working with more clients kind of like in containers of just like uh, intuitive energy healing like big packages. So things were opening up in a lot of ways. And then it was also at this time I started, I I was seeing different psychics and different healers. And I've seen so many different psychics and healers over, over the years and have had many different interesting experiences. Um, And I saw a couple medical intuitives who, you know, they they basically do psychic scans inside your body and they'll show they'll tell you exactly everything they see and sometimes they'll step out of consciousness. And everything they would say, like it was like I knew it to be true. And then they would say like they would sew things up, or this is when I was getting a lot of past life stuff. And every single psychic and every single healer I've ever 
seen, I mean, it's the same thing over and over again, but they're all basically said that I was a, a seer in every single life um, and a healer in every single life. And a lot of like my trust issues had to do with because in, in, in many past lives, because I was a seer, I was killed um, because people who were close to me betrayed me, which if you, I mean, if you're an energy worker, if you are a healer, a seer, I mean, you've definitely, you know, been killed in past lives. We've all been burned at the stake, right? Um, I've been hanged. And that was something that I saw in, you know, different sessions. And so over over time, it was just a lot, a lot of like clearing the cords, working with different people and having these different experiences and putting different pieces of the puzzle together, getting different past lives and also opening up more and more. And, um, you know, some things have been blocked in my third eye because of past life experiences and different traumas. And then I started, I started um, stepping out of consciousness more, but unintentionally. So I would be in meditation and it was almost like I would just get caught in a trance and I would just be talking and I would talk like, and part of me knew what was I was saying and part of me had no idea. And I like, I would think in my head, I need to record this. Like I need to press the record button, but I knew if I if I got back into my conscious state to press the record button or write it down, I would like snap out of the trance. <laughs> and so that started happening and I was hearing some really profound things. So, you know, that that whole thing was opening up and things were just, you know, shifting and changing. And this is when I really made the connection of like being able to control, being able to control like when I was getting a download and how I was getting a download and dancing, how dancing really came into play and, and movement and how I could like ask a question. And I mean, I've created so many things, done so many things because of answers I get in, in dance. And at this point it was my psychic, um, downloads were coming really in handy with the nutrition clients I was working with. <laughs> Let me tell you that. Um, and I even had certain doctors, um, functional practitioners who are colleagues ask me um, about clients, about clients they're working with because they were stumped. And so people started asking me like what was coming through. And so just kind of a lot of different things were happening at the same time. And through this process, it was so important. Like, I mean, I think a lot of things were opening up more and more as I was learning to protect myself energetically and the importance of that. And for me, there are moments where I'm like, can this open up more? Because I feel like I'm like right there. But really realizing that things open up in divine timing when you're ready to handle it. But every person I saw, every healer, every psychic was like, oh, wow, you're really psychic. Like things are really opening up. And I'm just like, okay, I've heard it. And kind of just figuring out what do, what do I do with it? And then when I made the pivot to business coaching and stopping seeing nutrition clients, that was totally a download. Like there was a lot of things that were lining up and the universe was sending me a lot of signals. And, you know, my, I'll ask the universe for signs about things like very specific things. And it was just popping up over and over again, like undeniably so. And then one night after I, I was really contemplating this and thinking I should do it. And I was like, okay, send me one more sign after they had sent me many, like I would say, show me like something totally random this in 24 hours and they would show it to me. But I literally got like thrown. It was late at night and it was one of those nights where when I'm getting a lot of downloads, I'm just like on like I'm plugged into a light socket and I stay up all night and this would happen to me. This was happening to me a lot. But I basically got thrown back. It was thrown onto my bed, but thrown back and 
one of my guides said to me, you have to pivot, change your business and help women in business. And I was like, oh my God. And that was just like, I mean, I couldn't be told any more times. I mean, I had had multiple Akashic Record sessions and seen so much different astrologers and different psychics. And it was like the same thing. And then all the, the signs the universe was sending me specifically. So that's a big reason why I made I made that pivot and it was just so in alignment and just flowing. And then as soon as I made that pivot, I started just downloading all of these program ideas, all these content ideas. And it was really exciting. It felt it felt really good. Meanwhile, putting together more and more pieces of the puzzle, um, just about like, you know, why my health journey has been the way it's been and kind of how that plays into the lessons I need to learn and how my physical body had to slow down so that I could fully tune in. Um, and a lot of people with chronic illness are very tapped in and that's kind of, I mean, they're related for a reason. And also this is why so many healers go through their own healing, healing journeys, right? We're, we're learning these lessons. Meanwhile, um, I had been, you know, told multiple times in my own meditations and then by different healers that I was Pleiadian and, you know, I could connect more with my Pleiadian family. And if you don't know who the Pleiadians are, they are a group of multi-dimensional galactic beings from the Pleiades star system. And I had learned a bit about the Pleiadians and Arcturians and other galactic beings when I was working for Jordan, um, because this is something she had been exploring a lot years ago when I was working with her and was having some really profound spiritual experiences for herself. And I was, you know, following along and learning about that. So, um, you know, I was getting messages about that and just kind of waiting for when I was going to connect further with them. And I just want to say like through this whole process, kind of circling back to what I was talking about in terms of God, um, you know, my relationship with source was very strong and kind of just understanding everything as energy. And I came to understand my beliefs more in the sense of, I believe that source, God, spirit, Yahweh, like there are so many different names for this this same energy, but people just like see it in, in a different light from a different perspective. But I really think we're all kind of talking about the same thing. I came to understand it in a different way. You know how people say like, I, talk, I talked to God, God told me this. And I, through all of this, like understand it very clearly. It's just what you know, when they talk to God, maybe that's like when I say, when I'm talking to source, right. Or being visited by angels, archangels. Like, I mean, (laughs) I talk to archangels, I work with them. They, they help me, they help my clients. So I finally understood it. Um, and, and the way I get messages is I don't hear, sometimes I hear a voice, I hear voices, but that's not usually how it comes through. It's usually, it usually comes through just like, knowing in my head. It took me a long time to figure out that sometimes they were talking to me in my own voice, but then you learn the distinction between what are your thoughts and what are not yours. They just come in without emotion. It just, it just pops in. And also a lot of images, especially when you start to get images um, and, and just know things that are so random that make no sense. And you start to kind of trust the muscle. And this is with different mentors I've worked with, like like taught me this and almost like tested it like because I needed to test myself to prove to myself that I wasn't making this up where he would have me describe who I was seeing in the room like my that one mentor he'd have me describe who I was seeing 
and I would describe it to a T and then he'd show me a picture. He was like, I have a drawing right here of my, of my, you know, main guide. He's right here. Do you see him behind me? I said, yeah. He said, okay, well tell me what he looks like. And I described him and he shows me the photo. He has it right there. And it's moments like that, that <laughs> you just, you, he's like, he needs to say, Christina, there's no way you can make that shit up. And I was like, okay, yep, you're right. So over time I was just opening up more and more and the spiritual journey always continues. And it's a lot of just following clues. And the more you get into alignment, the more, the more comes through. And I was also being told by my guides to start reading the Akashic Records. And I was like, how? I don't, I don't know how. And so they taught, they tell me how, and I started reading the Akashic Records. So then I started reading my, my own Akashic Records and started reading for my friends and everything was just coming together more and more. And it was interesting because some of my clients here in San Diego, um, who I would see regularly for Reiki, which really <laughs> was more like intuitive, psychic, general energy healing work, because when I'm doing energy healing, I mean, I just say I do Reiki, but I don't really do like regular Reiki. And part of when I, when you're an energy healer is kind of figuring out your own style. So I do other things, but some of my clients, and I think, you know, you kind of just get drawn to these type of people. It had almost turned into like me mentoring them spiritually and teaching them how to open up more and connect with their guides and control things, you know, energetic protection. And I was having just a lot, a lot of really profound experiences with some of my clients and everything was starting to come together, like using the Akashic Records with certain people. And as I um, was working with different archangels, then, you know, they were helping with different healing processes and they were teaching me a lot. And so that's when I started working with the Akashic Records. And I also just want to say in terms of health related things that I... I always listen to my guides, even when things don't make sense. And I kept getting led to eating more plant-based, even though it didn't make any sense to me. And this is something that my, my highest self told me like a a year and a half ago, she kept saying plants are going to heal you. And I was like, really? Well, they make me feel awful. And I was eating carnivore and feeling a lot better. And then, you know, in the last couple of months, coming off carnivore and eating more and more plant-based. And now I eat like mostly plant-based and I kept getting drawn to like medical medium style content, which didn't make any sense to me, which was just a full circle thing because medical medium was the first book I, I ever read on health. And I'm not saying like I haven't done a medical medium protocol, but I just kept getting drawn to different type of people like this. And I would ask my guides, I'm like, what should I do right now to support my healing? And like, it came through to me in so many, so many ways. Like I was hit over the head with it, like five different types of messages, including like listening to a random podcast. I was listening. I don't even know who I was listening to. It was like just some bullshitty podcast um, while I was doing other stuff on in the background. And suddenly it changes. It changes to a podcast that I'm not subscribed to all about somebody who healed their Lyme disease with a plant-based diet. And I was like, what? And I don't even know. It's been very interesting. So I'm just like open to whatever and trying whatever. And it it finally like kind of came through where, and you know, in the last couple of weeks, especially as I've been talking more and more to my guides about like my purpose and they were like, well, of course you couldn't heal off of like the first thing you did because you're meant to help people heal and you had to go through 
all of these different like all these different protocols, try all the supplements and truly try all the diets and you haven't tried all the diets yet to be able to speak to this and understand and to understand that it's more energetic. It's just, just been so interesting for me to go through all that um, and just like really have more of an understanding now. And I mean, I think I'm just always going to feel like I'm totally just, I'm just scratching the surface with all of this as they reveal more and more information to me and teach me more things. And they also told me I needed to incorporate more and more of the spiritual stuff into my work, which is, you know, what I've been contemplating a lot more. And like I said, everybody who works with me knows this is, this is kind of my, my main, my main thing, but I realized I hadn't really like shared all this on the podcast. And why a lot of this has come up is because when I was away, um, away, I mean, I was still here when I, when I was, uh, off of work and just reflecting and meditating more, I had some pretty profound spiritual experiences that made me, I mean, really shift almost like in in one day feel a huge energetic shift and th- and there are times when you will feel that and a lot of shifting your frequency and shifting your energy is can be like slow over time and it's just kind of happening day by day as you make different decisions and align yourself differently but then there are moments like certain experiences where i know wow that was a different shift i mean i've had periods where certain mentors will you know specifically raise raise my frequency um and I just, I feel the bioenergy shifting in my whole body. I feel all, all lit up, but something, you know, happened when I was, when I was on my staycation and I was at a one day spiritual retreat and I released a lot. I released a lot and opened up a lot and really like went out of my body for like an hour. And it was, I mean, so much came through and a lot, a lot more had been coming through very recently. Um, I've been just getting, I get so much in dreams now and I'll write it all down. And they were telling me a lot of different messages that it was just feeling like, I mean, knowing something was shifting. And, and that day I met my Pleiadian family, which was like a super exciting, amazing experience. And, um, it was like this whole home homecoming ceremony. And I was asking them so many things about like my, what I should be doing next and how I can serve and why did they send me here? And they were answering a lot of questions and giving me a lot of direction. And there was just, there were a lot of shifts happening and, you know, to kind of telling me that there are all of these things that I don't necessarily, um, that I haven't really talked about or been, been as blunt about that now is the time and why it's so important and kind of like why I've gone through all the experiences I have and that, you know, I'm here to help people heal, but that it's not through, you know, it's like, it's the energetic healing. It's the emotional healing. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, I was visited by a, by a spirit who was telling me, you know, about specific health conditions and what the energetic roots were and like telling me about Candida and Hashimoto's and, you know, relationships to the mother wound and anger and fear and just different things were just popping through. And then that spirit told me that they were going to start telling me a lot more things that I need to be prepared um, for, for sharing this. And 
sharing it in that capacity, but also just like that. What they said was like, you know, you're, of course you're here to heal, but how do you think you can heal without seeing? And what that meant for me was that, you know, for so long doing a lot of quote, I mean, I'm not healing. I'm helping other people heal right through changing their diet and lifestyle and all of this, but really I'm here to help people heal energetically and emotionally. And that's why they had been telling me for so long that I need to start working with women in business because so much of that is emotional healing and trauma healing. And it's just kind of shifted my perspective a lot. And like with, you know, with nutrition, you guys have seen me try all kinds of out there things. And some of it is because they tell me to try things. And also that the more tapped in, the more tapped in I am and the more intuitive I am and the more I'm connected, it's like, I just don't even care about the science anymore. Like I just don't. I mean, sometimes I think, you know, it's interesting to know, but at the end of the day, when something comes through for you so strong and like you feel it so strongly in your body and you just know it, like that feels more true to me than any scientific study that's that may or may not apply to me, right? There's so much we're missing. And especially when Source shares so much about how so much of the information we get is false and diluted and not necessarily trustworthy, the more you just see things in a different way. And I think what I have noticed is a common thread between all the work I do is what I love the most and what creates the biggest change for people is the energy shifting, the frequency shifting. And that's why, you know, with business coaching, so much of it is energetics and manifestation. That's a, that's a huge piece of it. I really think it's a missing piece. And also with you know, like physical healing, when I was still seeing nutrition clients at the end, really shifting more into the energetic component and people getting a lot better results, but things have just kind of shifted for me in many different directions. And, um, especially after that, that whole awakening, there was a lot that happened that day and a lot that they shared a lot of things that I needed to do. And I just, I felt totally different and I was just getting a lot a ton of downloads of things to do and I needed more time to reflect. I was really tired and kind of coming back online, so to speak, just feeling a bit different and um, wanting to share some different things. And that's why I decided to like, you know, add this new section of up level where when there are like important downloads, like I can just share them. And I also wanted to like share this journey because um, what they told me was that like, I needed to share that this story because so much of how I've connected with you for so long is, you know, sharing my personal story, but this is a big side of it that I haven't really talked about in the same way I've shared like my health journey and keep you updated on that. It's important to share this with you so that because so many people are going through something similar. And right now there's a big awakening for many different reasons and people are feeling it. And it's really important to support people through this time. So if you are somebody who, you know, starting to get signs, you're interested in that, you feel like you're tapping into your intuition and you don't really know what to do with that. Um, You know, I think as I share more about this, it will help a lot. And I have had the pleasure of working with so many amazing spiritual mentors in the last few years. And uh, it's been interesting to me as I've been almost like put into that role myself in, in different capacities and like with different Reiki clients and different other clients who asked me for this type of energy shifting work and frequency work and manifestation work and just spiritual opening. But I say all this just to kind of, so you understand where I'm at and 
I know a lot of you totally understand and you might be waking up in your own way, on your own time. And what I really want people to know is that, you know, you're not alone in this and it's a really beautiful process and it is a process and it's like, it's all in divine timing. It's really about, um, following clues. It's like a big scavenger hunt. And the more you tap in, the more, the more they'll tell you. And, you know, they've given me different processes, like energetic opening processes, clearing processes, sealing up processes, um, you know, different things I do. They, they teach me and they've taught me to go deeper into the Akashic Records and kind of develop my own version of energy healing. And, you know, I, I mean, after that um, kind of homecoming with the, my Pleiadian family, I also started seeing just air like very differently. And, you know, because I've always like, seen energy fields and stuff and like sometimes they'll see different particles in the air but it was I was meditating and they said we're going to show you something and all of a sudden everything in front of me was moving particles like I couldn't see any clear air anymore and it was almost like distracting and I started moving things with my hands um and if you've ever <laughs> had a healing session with me you know my hands can get a uh, very very hot but I started moving things with my hands um and started like, because they've been telling me for a while and they've been teaching me how to work with different colors. So when I do energy work, I work a lot with color. And that's also kind of what, why I changed my diet because it was like, they were screaming at me, like, you need more color because I work a lot with color, whether that be essential oils, um, crystals, like the, the color of the energy, the frequencies that I use with my hand, my hands-on healing, my distance healing. I work a lot with color. And so adding in more live foods and like living foods um, and colorful foods is just helping rebalance chakras and feels more like me because color is such an important part of me and a part of how, how I work. Different colors have different properties and, you know, I mean, this whole other story, right? Or as, you know, I love all this stuff. Anywho, that was a very interesting day for me because I'm seeing just, I wasn't seeing like clear air anymore the way I used to. And I was just seeing all these particles and everything, even solid objects were just all vibrating. And then I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> Bring it back to normal. Um, and so that's part of the process of like turning things on and turning them off. And that was a really cool experience for me. I don't see it like that right now. Cause I, <laughs> but it's been cool because I can, I can say, okay, I'm ready to see it. And I look for it. And suddenly I just see all these different energy fields and vibrating particles everywhere. So cool stuff, but it's all rooted in it's quantum physics, right? Like we know everything is made of matter, moving particles. Um, and you know, I talked a little bit more about the science of Reiki, like in my, my Reiki podcast episode, but all of this has really just kind of like changed the way I, I see the world and, um, made me see everything as as energy and just like understanding the frequencies of love and fear. And a lot of this that used to seem like woo woo mindset stuff. I'm like, no, this is science. And I, I experience it. I feel it. I have like guides source telling me this, like you start to live it, you start to feel it. And just, you know, I don't, um, with future things that I see, I don't usually share because the future can change all the time. And I, I think, you know, people can, people can change what's going to happen in the future, but past lives are interesting and really just, it's really cool when clues come up for people. Like sometimes they see certain foods they should be eating, um, or certain people they need to talk to. And especially with business, because I can pretty much see, 
uh, the path that somebody's business, like, like I, I see where it's going. And so I can guide them onto getting on that path. Right. And kind of putting all the puzzle pieces together so that they're just right on that track and can go straight there. But really what this is, why this is so helpful is because all this work just opens up portals that allow us to do such deeper work and such deeper healing and heal at a collective level. And like, just with everything that goes on in the world, I think, um, sometimes people lose sight of the fact that like, this is their three dimensional earthly experience and there's so much more going on in a bigger picture. And really that you know, people need to question for themselves and think for themselves and honor their own experiences and be open to tuning in because we live in a world where like we're told everything like we have all this information shoved in our ears and it's almost like you can't escape it and so that's why so many people are out of touch and I don't think that's on purpose because there are a lot of answers within ourselves and I've been surprised at some of the things I can discover within myself and it's a really beautiful process of learning to trust yourself again that I love connecting. I mean, I love helping people on that journey and connecting with people over that journey. I really feel like the nutrition world, changing your nutrition is a gateway into opening up spiritually as is like Reiki is like (laughs) the gateway drug to energy healing and going so, so much deeper. And unfortunately there are a lot of like fake spiritual people and like fake psychics and and stuff. And I mean, that word psychic was something I had to kind of work through because I had some things with that and not really understanding what it meant. And my mentor would just say, he's like, Christina, you're a psychic medium. You're a psychic medium. You're a psychic medium. Just say it, just believe it. And I was like, but I don't like sit here like Raven Simone and see the future. Like I don't, you know, do that thing with my head and suddenly see the future because that's what I thought of as a psychic. It's like, that's not, that's not what it means. And so kind of re-understanding what that, what that word meant and what it means to be a medium and also going through phases of like, kind of I just almost like wanting different gifts and wanting it to come through in a different way and then learning to accept the way it comes through for me and actually realize the beauty in it and realize that like I would rather be the person that goes through a full transformation with with someone and like works in this bigger container than they see they have one session with me and like you know you go to see and I think about psychics I've worked with where I go for one session and then I never come back and it's like it's interesting information but like did it change my life not as much as like I get the pleasure of working with people like through the process and seeing that shift and it's lasting energy shifts, lasting changes. Um, so yeah, that's kind of why I want to share this. The last couple of weeks have been super interesting between, I mean, that experience, which was, I mean, before that I had seen another medical intuitive. She did a psychic surgery on me. She did a psychic scan, saw everything in my body and then helped me, um, heal up an energetic tear, which basically wasn't because of that energy tear, my immune system, it was almost like my things were leaking out. So my immune system couldn't fight anything. So she sealed that up and she was telling me about the the life that the past life that that came from. And I, I knew exactly what happened. And my name was Michelle Fourneau. I lived in uh, Calgary. I was 37 years old and uh, I was the only female professor. I was a biology professor and yeah, it was, <laughs> it was very interesting. And I felt a noticeable change after, after that one. 
And then the week after saw a psychic doctor that I had been manifesting, been manifesting this. And then a friend referred me to her and I saw her and she basically was just kind of reaffirming all the, all the diet stuff that I had been changing and told me exact things that I had been hearing from my guides, like specific foods I was supposed to eat, specific supplements and repeated it all to me. And I was like, okay, I don't think I could get any more signs that I just need to listen to this. And so that's why I've been changing different things. Um, and I'm just, yeah, we'll see, we'll see how things go, but that's part of the fun in it. Like the, the whole journey. And I mean, this is just scratching the surface. I'm, I mean, you know me, I'm just freestyling here. Just, it's like, I'm just talking to you because that's how we talk to friends, right? Very, very wonderful journey. I'm excited to continue to be on it and keep opening up. Um, but hopefully this helps you understand me a little bit more spiritually. And it's funny because sometimes I'm talking to people and I think in my head, I don't know if they know that I'm not, I'm not talking as me right now. I'm talking as like they're talking through me. And then, but most of my clients, my friends, they know, I'm like, you know, this isn't from me, right? It's like, it's from them. And they go, yeah, I know. Um, so it's really, it's interesting. I have, I have kind of reined in those uncontrollable trance channeling sessions and now can kind of (laughs) control that and things come through. I've been getting a lot more with dreams right now and just want you to know that like right now, if you're feeling a lot of this bubble up, it's because it's happening. There's a lot of energy shifts and a lot of people are waking up. And that's why right now it's really important for me to share this journey for anyone who is starting to tap in or getting signs or curious about this. It's, it's totally okay. It's totally normal. It's totally natural. Um, it's just another thing to, to explore. And so if you're ready to, then get excited about the journey because it's, it's a fun one. So I think I'm going to wrap it up there and let me know if you have had any spiritual experiences you want to share, um, what your journey has been of opening up more psychically, how you receive messages because we all get them in different ways and I'm excited to talk more about this with all of you so that's gonna be it for today's show thanks again for tuning in you can connect further with other podcast listeners on our free Facebook group wellness realness podcast tribe you can also check out behind the scenes content on my private Instagram page wellness realness crew just DM a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review to wellness realness crew request to follow and you'll get access to all of that and i will be posting more juicy info in the up level membership so make sure you check that out if you're not already a member all right hope you have an amazing rest of your day thank you again for tuning in and i'll chat with you again next time